and entitled Karen attacks me while riding the bus, demanding that I get out of the seat that she wants, all while accusing me of faking my disability just to sit closer to the front of the bus. And I could not be more appalled or upset. Here's what happened. This happened last night, and I was too worked up to write it at the time. But now that it's morning and I'm still hurt, I need to air it all out. For some background information, I'm 30, but I still look like I'm in my 20s. I have severe chronic back pain that makes it hard for me to get around without the use of a cane or some other support. This means that I am unable to lift anything weighing more than 10 pounds. Also, I have autism, which makes it harder for me to function properly when I get overwhelmed. I also struggle with severe anxiety that kicks in whenever that happens. We still don't know what's wrong, and I've been bounced around from doctor to doctor and tried every kind of way to relieve the pain apart from surgery because they need to find out what's wrong before determining if that's an option. I've even tried stuff like healing crystals, but nothing seems to work. My pain made it too difficult to keep my job of five years come the start of the pandemic. So I've been on public health for the past year once my work insurance ran out, but I haven't been able to find a physical therapist in my area that takes my public insurance until recently. And this incident that I'm about to describe happened right after my first appointment for physical therapy. So to get to the story, I have never hated being disabled with a mostly invisible disability more than I did yesterday. My car was having issues and my family was busy at the time, so I needed to take the bus to and from a physical therapy appointment. And on the way home last night, this entitled old Karen gets on and sees that there aren't many spare seats available. She then zeroes in on me and starts berating me for pretending to be injured, claiming that I don't need that cane that I'm currently holding and that I should just stand up and give her her seat because apparently she needed it more. She then tried to claim that I was just pretending to be crippled for attention and how this is what was wrong with young people these days. At this point, I was just upset. I tried to explain that I used my cane to help me get around because my back is injured and that I had just finished a physical therapy appointment that left me in more pain than usual. For context at the appointment, they were stress testing to see what my limits were, so I wasn't going to be able to stand up for the remaining 20 minutes for my trip back home. But this entitled Karen wasn't having it, and she laid into me even more. She then accused me of lying. She said, You're too young to have anything serious like that. She then ripped the cane out of my hands and tossed it to the back of the bus, telling me to stop pretending like I'm crippled. She then repeated herself and told me to get off my butt and give her the seat. Now, without my cane, it's very difficult to get up from a sitting position, especially if I'm in pain, and there's nothing around for me to use my arms to push myself up. But I needed that cane back, and I felt so embarrassed and humiliated, all while this entitled Karen screamed at me, saying I was faking it. This made me have a flashback to my old job, because one of my managers would also accuse me of faking my injury. But with all of my experiences, I've never had anybody talk to me the way this lady was talking to me. This entitled Karen keeps berating me and continued to demand that I get up and stop faking my injury, claiming that I'm just some useless junkie who's faking it just to try and get some pain medication. She then threatened to report me to the state for fraud. At this point, I'm shaking and on the verge of tears, and I just want to leave the bus completely and call home to see if anyone can come pick me up, because this was the last bus for the night. So I struggle to get to my feet, intending to use the seats as support on the way to the back of the bus, just so I can get my hands on my cane. But that was when my legs gave out, as a wave of pain and flare-ups went through my back, and I ended up falling forward and onto my face. The entitled Karen jumped out of the way and accused me of trying to attack her, so she gave me a kick to my side, screaming that I needed to be thrown off the bus and arrested. The next bit is mostly a blur, because I was in tears at this point, 
point, from the humiliation of the circumstance and the impact from the fall, it all just made the pain worse. And the kick to the side added on top of that. So I wasn't able to focus on anything other than that. But apparently at that point, several other passengers got up and some of them helped me up to try and check on me. In fact, some of the other people jumped in and started screaming at this entitled Karen. My cane was brought back to me by one of them and I clutched it tightly, not wanting anybody else to take it from me. There was a lot of shouting and screaming, which along with the pain was overwhelming me and I had shut down at this point. And the driver had even come up and joined in at this point. Eventually, this entitled Karen was kicked off the bus, apparently needing to be dragged off by two of the passengers, screaming the entire time that I was faking it and that I was dangerous, all the while claiming that she was the victim. Once she was off and the two people that got her off were back on the bus, the driver closed the doors and came over to where I was sitting to check on me. All the while, this entitled Karen banged on the doors, demanding to be let back in. The driver asked if I was okay and if I needed to go to the hospital or needed to contact anyone or if I wanted to call the police on this entitled Karen. I just cried and said I just wanted to go home and that I was sorry for causing everyone so much trouble, saying that I would just try to find my way back home on my own so that this entitled Karen could just take the seat and that I was sorry for the incident. I just kept crying and saying that I'm so sorry over and over again and trying to get back up to leave. But the driver put her hands on my shoulders. She sat me back down and calmly said that she wasn't going to let that entitled Karen back on even if I left. She said that I didn't do anything wrong and that this Karen was the one that was disruptive and violent. She then said that she won't be letting her back on regardless of my decision. She explained that if I was sure that I didn't want to be on the bus anymore and didn't want the police involved, she would drop me off at the next stop so that I wouldn't be alone with this entitled Karen while I waited for a ride. At this point, I was struggling to get my emotions back under control and I just kept repeating over and over again that I was sorry and that I wanted to go home. Eventually, she nodded and went back to her spot at the front to drive away. The entire time that this was happening, this entitled Karen was still hammering away at the doors, trying to yank them back open, screaming like a banshee. I ended up staying on the bus until we reached my stop in my neighborhood. I hopped off the bus. I went home and I just laid on my bed and cried myself to sleep. It's now morning and the entitled Karen's kick hurt for sure, but there wasn't any bruising when I checked after I woke up. So luckily, it looks like there wasn't any damage done, but I still feel hurt and humiliated over the whole incident. I already hate that my disability prevents me from being able to do a lot of things and how hard of a struggle it is to try to not only find out what's wrong with me, but also with just trying to get things back to normal in my life. My entire day is basically scheduled around how well or poorly I am able to manage the pain, and I've had to cancel more attempts to hang out with my friends than I would like to admit. So it deeply hurts if someone tells me that I'm faking any kind of injury, and even if she didn't think I was faking it. Overall, I just wish that none of this had ever happened. What a terrible circumstance to be stuck in. I can't imagine being out in the public and someone literally attacking you, stealing your cane, and throwing it down the bus because they don't think you're disabled enough to sit where you're sitting. I mean, how obnoxious can you get? I'm honestly surprised that the original poster did not call the police. If I was in their shoes, I absolutely would have called the police and reported this lady. There were more than enough witnesses to put this lady behind bars, where honestly, this is exactly where this entitled Karen deserves to be. But hopefully you can figure out what's going wrong with your back, and you're able to find some kind of peace in your life. Because what you've described sounds really awful, and I really hope nothing like this ever happens again. My boyfriend is openly flirting with another girl that he used to have a thing with, and I honestly don't know what to do about this. My boyfriend and I have almost been together now for about a year, and the chick in this story has always been prominent. The night that we became a 
the couple, he actually called her, letting her know that we were together, and later told me that she still likes him. I felt bad, but obviously I just kept it in the back of my mind, because what else was I supposed to do with that? I'm not giving specific details because there's a chance he could see this, but it was a special celebration in my country, and so me, him, and our friends were having a party, and as soon as it hit 12am, he was pretty much on his phone asking this girl how her night is going. Now, in this friendship group, there's about six of us in total. We're all dating someone else in the group. At this point in the evening, everyone was sort of just hanging out with their partners. Everyone that is, except for me, because my boyfriend was too busy with this other girl. I didn't think too much of it at the time, since they are still friends, and I didn't want to make a bigger deal out of it than it really was. Fast forward again to about a month later, and there's a movie that had just come out kind of recently. Something I should also mention is that this girl is not from our country, but is from the country where this movie was filmed. This film is also very popular where she's from. My boyfriend all of the sudden becomes obsessed with this movie, telling me he would love to watch it with this girl because it's from where she is and it's very funny apparently. A couple months later, we're just asking random questions and I ask him what other girls he has hung out with and he then mentions his ex, which I already knew of, as well as this other girl that he is constantly talking to. He tells me that they watched this movie but that I shouldn't worry because it was only his friends. Now, I may be a bit over the top analyzing this, but when he first brought up the movie, I remember him telling me that he would love to watch it with her. I remember because the word love caught me off guard, but I didn't think anything of it at the time. This was somewhat indicating that between then and now, she has most likely come to his house and watched this movie. Now, I work quite a bit, and he has lots of free time, so it's completely possible. Not to mention, I would have been totally fine with it, and he knows that if he had just told me about it. Because at the end of the day, he is watching a movie with someone he used to have a thing with that most likely still liked him when he got together while being in a relationship with me. To make matters worse, I've never even spoken to this girl before. The most recent incident that really upset me was that we were watching a movie about a week ago and I had to go back to my place for the night. Me and my boyfriend don't live together and he was occasionally on his phone and I could tell he was texting someone else. I knew who it was, but I didn't want to let it bother me. After all, there's no proper evidence that anything is really happening. We finished the movie and I end up going home. Fast forward to last night and we're lying in bed spending time together and he mentions that this girl is going to be calling and tries to get me to go to sleep but after he said that there's no way I was going to fall asleep. In the end though she didn't end up calling and he actually fell asleep before me. At this point my gut feeling is too strong and I have to check his phone just to see what their messages are saying because this comes off as super sketchy. Another thing to mention is that he goes through my phone all the time but if I go to cuddle with him or just to sit next to him, he will hide his all of the sudden. I've also never pushed to see his phone because it's his choice if he wants to share it. But the way he acts towards this other girl is just becoming too much. So I go over and I unlock his phone and I start going through the messages and I get to that night where we watched a movie. I read the text messages and it somewhat was a normal conversation. It was a lot of things like, oh, I miss you a lot, which by the way is something I don't even get. Then he asks her to give her a call. She responds about 10 minutes later agreeing to call. That night before I left, we cuddled for a bit and just spent some time talking about the movie we just watched as well as just being around each other. And this would have been around the time that she had responded. So he never saw the text message until I had left. He then tells her that he fell asleep, not that we were finishing the movie or that we were sitting around talking and hanging out. And worst of all, he didn't even say that his girlfriend was leaving. He didn't even mention me. That would have been fine. That would have been appropriate. I continued through their text messages and he's asking if they should catch up soon or even go into the town to grab a coffee. He then said 
said that he just misses her a lot and rants about his feelings, which I didn't read because there was a lot and I just didn't want to get caught. However, I'm planning on taking photos tonight with my phone and reading through them later. Now, I understand that it's private, but I couldn't even stop him if I tried to, to not go through my phone. He sees every message and every notification. And honestly, it's almost like he's projecting. Now, I'm not accusing him of cheating, but what I do consider cheating is hiding something from your partner that involves someone else that could be upsetting. They don't have to know every conversation, but it shouldn't be something you have to hide because you're in a relationship. This is all just so confusing, and I really don't know what to think of this situation. What should I do? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It really sounds like your boyfriend has a second girlfriend. I mean, this guy is saying stuff like, I miss you, and like wants to go on dates with this girl, basically. He's basically seeing another person. Like, that's exactly what it sounds like. And the fact that he's hiding his phone from you anytime you cuddle or get close to him, or even the fact that he's trying to go through your phone all the time, are just big red flags in my opinion. Because I think you're right. I think he's projecting his own insecurity in this moment, and it's not fair for you in the slightest. So I think you need to take a good hard look at this relationship. Because from what you've described, it does not look like your boyfriend is being very faithful because it really seems like something shady is going on. My partner is threatening to leave me because they are convinced I have a drinking problem, even though I most definitely do not. And at this point, I don't know what to do. I'm a 36-year-old female and I've been with my partner who's 41 years old for about four years now. Early into our relationship, we used to go out a lot and have drinks. We would go out to the pub, stuff like that. But ever since we moved in together, he's been really obsessed with the amount of alcohol I was consuming. I did drink a fair amount, but he knew this before we got together. It wasn't like it was a secret or anything like that. He never had an issue with this at first, but as soon as we moved in together, he has started to control the amount I have to drink. Firstly, I had to stop drinking during the week, and I was only allowed on the weekends. Secondly, when we go out, I was only allowed to order the same drink as him and only be allowed another drink when he finishes his. And this was all done so he could try and keep an eye on the amount that I've drank. Thirdly, I had to keep track of what I'd had and calculate the number of units. Not only this, but he has also said we needed to do more exercise and even created a workout program for me. When I said I don't want to do a workout, he would then sulk and guilt trip me until I finally caved and just did it. He said he is doing this for my own good and that he's trying to secure us a healthy lifestyle. But I honestly don't feel like much of this has been my choice. He has two kids from a previous relationship and they come and stay over the weekend. When I said I wanted to go visit a family member or even some of my friends for the weekend while his kids were here, he would seriously accuse me of only wanting to go so that I could get drunk in secret and that I'm choosing alcohol over spending time with him and his kids. He keeps telling me I'm obsessed with alcohol and that apparently I have a serious drinking problem and that I need help. Because of this, I've been seeing a therapist for over a year, all because he's convinced me now that I have a problem. Every time I wanted to do something 
something social, I would be accused of only wanting to do it so I could get drunk. We've had countless arguments about it, and it got to the point at the end of last year where we were at a breaking point, and he said I had to choose between him or the alcohol. I thought if I said fine, I'll pick the alcohol, it would make me look pathetic and also cement this idea that I do in fact have this imaginary problem. So I just said fine, I'll stop drinking then. That way he can't accuse me of visiting family and friends only for the purposes of getting drunk. However, after having stopped drinking alcohol, I am seeing health benefits. But I'm really not happy about the fact that it wasn't my decision and I felt forced and backed into a corner as well as threatened into making this decision instead. I never actually wanted to stop drinking completely as I enjoyed a drink and I liked having a few beers after work or even just having wine with dinner. I'm finding that I'm just feeling really resentful as well as annoyed about the situation. I've not had anything for almost nine months now. I know I don't have an alcohol problem and I really don't feel like it's fair to be given this kind of ultimatum. I've tried to reason with him but he said he's not changing his mind and I now have to decide between him or wine basically. Unfortunately, we have a house together and have invested a lot into it. I feel like I'm stuck with a lifestyle choice I didn't make but if I break up with him, he'll tell everyone it was because I was a raging alcoholic or something like that. What should I do? It sounds like your partner is overly controlling. Like the way he's acting is just ridiculous. This controlling behavior is a really big red flag in my opinion. And I can also say he is definitely gaslighting you in this situation. He's making you think that you have a drinking problem. You even ended up in therapy for a problem that you don't have. That's simply not fair. And you do not deserve to live in that kind of situation. I think if anything, it's time to enforce some very healthy boundaries. Because you're right, this guy has not allowed you any choice in the matter when it comes to your lifestyle changes. You are an adult. You can make these choices for yourself. It would be different if you did have this problem and it was negatively affecting your relationship. But from the sounds of it, your partner just suddenly decided that no, this is a problem now and I'm going to make you fix that problem. That's really weird and that's a big red flag in my opinion. So I think you really need to reevaluate what's going on as well as what you're comfortable with because what you've described is really sketchy and hopefully it gets worked out soon. The guy I'm dating tells me on the second date that he is absolutely obsessed with me and totally in love with me. And at this point, I'm not sure what to do about this. Bear with me here because this just happened and I'm still processing it. I've been single for the better part of a year after a really traumatic breakup with an ex who never shared his feelings that left me feeling like I needed to be a lot better before getting back into dating. Right after my breakup, I had a rebound. And about two weeks into hanging out with the rebound, he told me that he was in love with me. We would usually go get dinner. We were just spending quality time together, if you know what I mean. Usually we would get dinner beforehand and I wasn't staying over or having any real personal conversations with the rebound. So this caught me completely off guard. Typically, if someone tells me that they love me and I'm not there yet, I say thank you, I really appreciate your feelings with me and that they make me feel really special. I try to be as kind and gentle as possible. I've been there, I know what it's like. But things did not work out with the rebound and we no longer speak, which is fine. So now I'm on to a new person by the name of John. This is not their real name. John and I have been chatting for about two weeks or so, and things have been going great. I'm in a better position emotionally, and I feel like I could open up myself a bit more and be vulnerable. John and I had our second date last night, and we went to my place where things progressed from there, if you know what I mean. And not very long after that, he looked me in the eyes, and he told me that he was obsessed. He was infatuated and deeply in love with me. And at this point, I can't. I simply cannot. I told John the usual. Thank you. You make me feel special. All that other stuff. But I wanted him to leave immediately. I felt suffocated. 
did. If he was a friend, I wouldn't feel the same way, which is why I'm here asking for perspective. I don't particularly feel as though the arbitrary time limit on telling someone you love them is an important part of society, but we have spent less than 10 hours together. He knows very little about who I am, and yet he's obsessively in love with me. He's told me he's never met someone who makes him feel so good. Is this healthy? It doesn't feel like it, to be honest. And I feel like it's kind of immature. Perhaps a lack of relationship experience or something like that. I need someone to go slow with me and be invested in growing together and learning about each other rather than pushing to climb the relationship escalator. It's all really weird and I just don't know what to do. That's actually really funny that two people within a month of you dating have gone to you and said, oh my gosh, I'm in love with you. You're clearly doing something right, I guess. I don't know. But I can see where you're coming from where you're like, this is a little uncomfortable for me. I think if you feel any kind of connection with this guy and you're like, maybe we can slow this down a little bit, then I would have that conversation with him and say, hey, maybe we can take this a little bit slower or something along those lines. But I am also with the original poster here. It is way too early for them to be saying, oh man, I'm in love with you. To me, that kind of signals that they're either inexperienced or they're trying to manipulate you in some way. And I can only assume that this is just going to cause problems later down the line. So if you want to still try and make it work between you and John, then maybe let him know, hey, I think you're cool too, but I want to take it slower. You can even take that nice approach and say you're flattered, but you want to take things slow. Hopefully he gets the picture, but if not, hopefully you can find someone who will take it slow because this is a really awkward position to be stuck in, especially when you're just trying to get back on your feet and start dating again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.